This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Happy holiday week. Bill Ryder with you coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. Thrilled to be here. Turkey is not in the fridge yet. Diesel, good morning. Tom DeCelestino. Are you guys doing the, the, the full fixings, trimmings, the feast? Uh, good morning to you, Bill. Happy Monday. Yes, of course. Uh, we have our turkey already. Uh, the full fixings, if you will. Apparently, you're supposed to put the turkey in the fridge three days out. Did you know this? I was not aware of that. Me either. We don't have it yet. We're behind on the old turkey magic because last night when I was supposed to assist my wife Lori in going to the grocery store and purchasing the turkey, instead a buddy called me and said, should we take the boys to Chiefs Chargers? And I said, who needs to be a good husband? And we went to the game. It was Henry's first uh, NFL game. We'll get into that a little bit. Man, Mahomes is real good. Real special. Do you ever have that experience? I mean, you may not host a radio show, so it may not happen as often, where you, you say something and you say it a lot and you feel like maybe you say it too much and then it happens and you're still kind of sad even though you're right. You feel just kind of bad for everybody involved. If you've listened to the show, if you've called in at 855-212-4CBS, if you're tuning in from time to time on the podcast, on the Odyssey app, or on your great affiliate, if you're hitting us up on Twitter at SportsRider Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. You know that I think Kirk Cousins is what we would describe colloquially as a bum. Uh, we, 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 we like to say that, that Kirk Cousins, the, the quarterback of, of the Vikings, that the awkwardness with which his excellence presents itself is kind of like, as we understand it from the literature, I don't think anyone here has first-person experience, kissing your cousin. So we call him Kirk Kissing Cousins. And man, what a bum he was yesterday. We're going to hit that later in the show. Why are the Vikings terrible? Because Kirk Cousins is an illusion. First game in NFL history, they scored negative points, D-Cell. Is that, can you confirm that? Does that sound accurate? I'm in a mood today, bro. 
negative three. They just subtracted points. He was so bad. Is that correct? Do we know? Uh, I'm fact-checking that one, but that sounds like that's the first time that's ever happened in NFL yeah. history. Roger Goodell was on it, I think. Uh, we're going to have a, a little more serious basket bill today. It's kind of hard to feel like you have a serious top, you know, topic when the segment's called Basket Bill, our new daily NBA topic. But we have um, – I have been – I think accurately aggressive in describing Kyrie Irving's past actions as unacceptable. Very supportive, I have been personally, of his suspension. And we will listen together to his pregame comments in his return yesterday to playing for the Brooklyn Nets. We'll do that in 30 or 40 minutes. Uh, We'll get into a lot of NFL talk with Ty Dunn. I know it was, a, it was a wild weekend in college football. Tennessee got absolutely humiliated, and USC played a great game against UCLA in, in my neck of the woods. I was actually out with friends at an outdoor sort of beer sports area, and the emotional sounds coming from the crowd were pretty spectacular. But because Chip Kelly's Chip Kelly, here's a little spoiler alert, USC won the football game. Uh, we got Niners cards on Monday Night Football tonight. Interesting game. We'll get into that. And we'll hit a bunch of other things, including D-Cell's plans for the holidays. But let's start with the Chiefs and the Chargers. I can't imagine, if you are the Los Angeles Chargers, if you are anything other than just still laying in your bed right now, having been unable to sleep from what would surely have been the nightmares of Patrick Mahomes in your tortured dreams from last night's game. I was lucky. I was at the game. I went with my son Henry and my buddy Derek and his son Wilson. We had a great time. And I'm telling you, and I don't think this is, um, I don't think I'm getting carried away just because I was there. Justin Herbert was sensational. He made two or three of the best throws that I've seen a guy make this year. And yet you could sense over the course of the game, to quote, Thanos. You know who Thanos is, Diesel? Are you a Thanos fan, buddy? Do you know do you know that reference? Uh, no, I'm not a Thanos guy. He's a big pink dude. He's a big pink bad guy. Or red. I don't know what color he is. Or, or, he's kind of pink. Patrick Mahomes is inevitable. And the way in which Mahomes is almost predestined to take his time, pay, play lackadaisical football, if I may use a little edginess, fart around, as my son would say, before just like, okay, let's win the game. It was epitomized yet again last night. Chiefs win 30-27. But the way it goes down is the Chargers, I don't want to say they dominated the game. They didn't. But they were in fairly strong control of the game for long stretches of the game. Not by a lot. And in normal football terms, you would feel like they had their hand on the wheel. But when you're playing the Chiefs, You have to be up by more. Uh, First quarter ended with the Chargers up by four. Second quarter ended with the Chargers up by a touchdown. And that fourth quarter felt like, especially when when Justin Herbert let his team down the field for a huge, huge drive, like, okay, maybe this thing's over. But it was bookended in this Herbert excellence by this lingering sense that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to figure it out. Third play from scrimmage, third play for the Chargers, bomb down the field, hell of a throw by Justin Herbert to start start the game. And at the end of the game, the Chargers move the football down the field, look like they're going to have an opportunity to take the lead, which they did. They went up by four. But, and Jesus, I don't know if you, if you watched this. You might have been too busy watching the Marvel movies so you can get the Thanos reference, which I understand. 
there was about a buck fifty-one less left on the clock, more than that, obviously, as as the Chargers got into the red zone. And I was in an area with a bunch of Chiefs fans and a bunch of Chargers fans mixed together. I was in the Chiefs area. My son was born in Kansas City. He had his Mahomes jersey on. Bunch of Chiefs fans. And you could hear the people around us, both Chiefs fans with optimism and Chargers fans with, with, with worry. This is as the Chargers are about to score a touchdown and take the lead with basically two minutes left. Say, oh, man, I, I, shouldn't they maybe run the clock out a little bit? Do you really want to give Mahomes the ball with, with two minutes left? And it went, took me back to something my buddy Derek said. We're sitting there watching the game. It's the first quarter. If I remember this properly, the Chiefs had led a drive that ended in a disappointing field goal, and Justin Herbert had thrown that bomb down the field to give the Chargers a lead. And my buddy Derek, who's a Chargers fan, goes, you know what's going to happen in this game? In about the third or fourth quarter, we're all going to believe the Chargers are going to win it, and then Mahomes is going to be Mahomes. And I said to Derek, don't fall for it. Chiefs are going to win this football game. They always play with their food. You just called your own shot. Don't give in to the optimism later in the game. And lo and behold, an hour and a half later, a couple Bud Lights later, if you're my son, a Sierra Mist later, which I do explain is Sprite, you don't really believe me, that's what they're selling, right? A couple hot dogs. You saw that Chargers team lead, <laughs> lead with a buck 51 left. And my buddy and all the Chargers fans around me were like, you know what, we're going to win this thing. And Mahomes did Mahomes things again, led the Chiefs down the field, broke off a huge run up the middle, and threw eventually a touchdown pass to Travis, Travis Kelsey, his third of the game. Chargers are a good football team. They have the potential to be a great football team. And last night's game, despite dropping the Chargers to a little bit above 500, for me, doesn't say anything about Los Angeles. It doesn't. It doesn't. Herbert looked amazing, had some incredible throws. They lost almost every single receiver, it felt like, to injury over the course of the game. So did the Chiefs, by the way. And it was a pretty clean game for most of the game. Weren't turnovers until the end. Uh, Final play of the game was Herbert trying to get his team into field goal range. They had a little bit of time left, 31 seconds, and it bounced off a Chiefs defender, another Chief intercepted the ball to, to end it. So it's a little bit of an anomaly. It was a really good football game all the way around. Justin Herbert played really well. You just can't beat this Chiefs team when Patrick Mahomes is locked in like he is. The fact that they're lackadaisical early in games may catch up to them. The fact that they clearly have another gear they don't apply until they're in deep trouble, in this case, less than two minutes left and you have to score a touchdown, if you're the Chiefs, might be problematic. But as Mahomes talked about after the game, describing this this winning drive, it and you can judge for yourself, to me, it just sounds like a guy, for better and for worse, it was better last night, who believes every time he's out there, they're going to find a way to win the game. We knew we had a lot of time on the clock. We knew we had some timeouts, so we, we didn't rush. We just kind of went through the went through what we do every single day at practice and everything like that, um, and uh, we executed. And I thought, uh, I mean, obviously, Travis, I mean, it was Travis. He makes his greatest tight end of all time. He makes plays like that that win games. When I went in the huddle, everybody was just like, let's just do it. But there was no, like, doubt that we were going to go down there and score. There was no doubt that we were, we were going to make make it happen. There was no doubt in the stadium. If you've ever been to SoFi Stadium, it is a um, beautiful place. But it takes, again, I don't have the numbers down, but I believe it takes five hours to walk out of the stadium, then four more hours to walk away from the stadium, and then four more hours to find a ride. So I I just came straight from the game, basically. It took a long time. But you have a lot of time to walk among the crowd, and it was incredible to me walking among Chiefs and Chargers fans. Right, Everybody's filing out, walking past the forum, walking a couple miles, crowds everywhere. 
the sense of inevitability at what we had just seen. In some ways, the awe of Patrick Mahomes, again, taking his team down the field. He had Kelsey, but without a lot of his weapons, no Tyree Kill, and a bunch of guys got injured over the course of the game. It wasn't, oh my God, it wasn't, this is the most amazing thing ever. It was for my son Henry, which was really cool. He was super into it. But for all the adults who watch this all the time, it was just like, uh, it was like watching Steph Curry hit a single three-point shot. It was like back in the day watching Tiger Woods sink a five-foot putt for par or birdie. It felt so inevitable. And, and that's part of the remarkable and silly greatness of Patrick Mahomes. I know he's not Michael Jordan yet. I get it. But I was just trying to think about last night as I walked out of that stadium as my son was jumping up and down screaming with his Mahomes jersey on, as all these Chargers fans, and I thought it would be anger, and it wasn't anger. It was just it was just sort of sad regret, like, oh, that's the inevitable. That's what happens. What other athletes feel or have felt inevitable in my life as a fan, where something is at stake in a significant way, and it's not even a question that they're going to succeed? There aren't many. Jordan is one. And again, I know Jordan did it in final after final after final, but still... I don't mean like, oh, that was surprising. I mean, it's not surprising that they just pulled off a ridiculous, ridiculous act of sports greatness. Tyson comes to mind. It's not LeBron. I've seen him lose in the finals a bunch. It's not Steph Curry. I love the guy. He misses shots all the time. You can't give me a single baseball team or baseball player. The nature of that particular sport is probably the reason. Maybe Tom Brady. That probably is the one that applies. So the New York Giants would have something to say about that. I know Mahomes has come up short before, but man. That Chiefs team did not play particularly well defensively. Now, they held the Chargers some field goals that were that were key, and there was a drive at the end of the first half where the Chargers had an opportunity to actually score a touchdown, settle for a field goal, and all the Chargers fans around me, correctly, were like just, I think it was fourth and three, or fourth, fourth and goal from the three-yard line, if I remember right, and all these Chargers fans are screaming, just go for it, man, and I turned to one guy, I'm like, bro, I was my second Bud Light, I was feeling social, I'm like, bro, take the points, and he's like, dude, Patrick Mahomes. Well said. Well said. There aren't many guys that are inevitable, like Thanos was. Mahomes is one of them. And what struck me in watching the Chiefs not be great defensively, Kelsey was awesome. And Pachanko, the the young running back, actually, especially in the first half, ran the ball downhill pretty effectively. They ran the ball a lot, by the way, the Chiefs. But there wasn't anything overwhelming other than the fact that Patrick Mahomes is a one-man machine. Yes, Kelsey's incredible. Not taking anything away from him. You just heard Patrick Mahomes say he's the best tight end of all time. Last night, that actually started to, to trickle into my brain as, as a thought. And I covered Tony Gonzalez when I lived in Kansas City. And he was a chief. Patrick Mahomes, in a sport where this isn't supposed to be possible, is a one-man championship contender. You have him on your team, and you can win the whole thing. What an outcome. What a game. Let me leave it to you this way. I said Thanos as a sort of a representation of the inevitability of Patrick Mahomes. And by the way, Mahomes is a bad guy if you're a Chargers fan, so I think it kind of works. But if you like opposites better, if, that, if you like juxtaposition, here's another way to look at it. Patrick Mahomes is the exact opposite of Kirk Kissing Cousins. One guy's really good, one guy's not. We just got talk, done talking about the guy that's good. Let's talk about the guy who's not. A lot went right for the Cowboys. They beat the Vikings By 183 points. But most of it, yeah, Tom, deal with it. Most of it was the fact that Kirk Cousins was not up to a game that felt significant because you had two really good football teams and a test case for the Vikings. 
Kirk Cousins reminded you not to believe in Kirk Cousins or the Vikings, and we're going to get into that next year on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Happy holiday week. What does that make today, Diesel? Is today a Monday? Is today, I mean, I, I don't work starting Wednesday. Is today a Thursday? Is, is every day categorized differently? With the holiday week coming up? But yeah, let's lean into it. Uh, today is Thursday for you, Wednesday okay. for me. So it's actually hump day for me. Happy hump day, bro. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, how was, uh, you know, did it feel like it took a lot to get here to hump day? Uh, Easy yeah. week? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it did take a lot to get here for hump day. It did. Okay. Did you see all that uh, football weather in Buffalo? Told you. Uh, I didn't see any football weather in Buffalo. Hashtag told you so. We should start a trend. Uh, let's take some phone calls at 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Topeka. Dalton, regular listener, caller on the show. What's up, pal? You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Bill. How are you doing today? What's up, man? I'm good, bro. Hey, man. Uh, I had a question. Well, two questions, really, so I'm going to try to make them quick. And first off, I want to say I'm sorry if I talk over you. It's kind of hard to know that you're doing so when you're on the phone. Here's uh, but I was wondering, since... I was watching, been watching Kansas City Chiefs game because I'm from the area, right? And there's been multiple times where I've seen passes being caught, and I'm like, ooh, that was a nice catch by Kelsey. And it turns out being Watson or, or that gray dude. So my question to you is, since they got arguably one of the best tight ends to ever play the game ahead of them, do you think that these guys are going to learn enough underneath the wing of Travis Kelsey to where they are going to be more than just servable, like proficient tight ends? Once Kelsey leaves? Great question. I would say the answer is absolutely not. Absolutely not. I've tried, I mean, yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't think so. I don't think here here's my thing, Dalton. Here, here's my deal. I just think Kelsey's an, another world talent. Take Bogus and I. We've been trying to study under D cell for how long has it been now, Bogus? A year and a half? Has it been that? That long? Yeah. I mean, on one hand, it feels like a decade. On the other, it feels like just yesterday. 
I mean, I have I've tried, look channel the positivity, right? Get into all the sports, watch right. soccer and everything else if that's what's going on. Um, get a farmer shirt, but then get like a little patch on it that says I know the moves. I just can't pull them off. I think I think when it comes to a guy like Kelsey, there's just there's natural greatness and talent. You can pick up some habits. I don't think you can emulate it. D cell, does that sound like a fair as the Kelsey of the show? Does that sound fair to you? Yeah, I don't think they'll be able to emulate what Kelsey's production does for that team. Yeah, he, he's an, he's just a he's just another world guy. He's just another world talent. And to see the guy in person, man, it's it's pretty it's pretty incredible. And there there was a school of thought. I can't remember how widespread that with Tyree Kill in Miami, that Kelsey wasn't going to have the same impact because the the thinking went Hill got so much attention. That Kelsey was gonna, you know, back in the day, got a lot more room to roam, and now they're gonna be able to really focus on him. And they just—he's—he's he's an unstoppable force, like Andrew Bogish, on the weekends. Bogish, you look good, by the way. I saw your photo on—was it on the Twitter or the—or was oh. it on the Insta? No, that was on the Insta, which you're all over the place now. You—I I, are Insta for the first time in eight months. Um, you had the shades going. You look good, bro. You look thin too. I was like, oh man. I forgot to take the shades off in the picture. They're, the glass is now. No, no, don't roll your head. I this is forgot. just an observation. It is. I you forgot. Forget. My, my glasses are now like of an official part of my face. I forget that I have them on. And those are because those are prescription sunglasses. I need to be able to see the football field through the sun on a Saturday. Yeah. And I just yeah. forgot that they were there. So uh, accidentally cool on Saturday, apparently. When, I also have prescription sunglasses I wear when I play tennis a lot. Um, or just in general, when you walking around though, as like in your own brain, as background music to your life, does the song "The Future So Bright I Have to Wear Shades" play in your head? It does for me. So, um, it is going to be moving forward again. This was accidentally on okay. Saturday, but I, I have now I've seen the vibe. I get it. So now going forward, the music will be there. You look good, dude. That's uh, a good look. Thank you. I'm trying. I wow, Diesel is not having Diesel, this. Diesel, do you see what happened there? See, if it had been you, you'd be like, why are you making fun of me? I would be like, yeah, no, I don't you believe look- you. Why are you making fun of my shades? Just shades. Did you wear uh, the shades to the new concert that you went to for the very first time in your entire life over the weekend, too? Yeah, good attempt. Uh, the concert actually was at night and inside, so there were no sunglasses needed. But I did have my glasses on so I could see the stage from where I was sitting. Yeah. Wait, what and, concert? And who, who, who was on this stage? Uh, the Dave Matthews Band. Oh, you yeah. were able to see them. Yeah, they were at Madison what? Square Garden. I think I don't know if you've heard wow. of it. Yeah. Wow. Wait, why? Why are you throwing shade at the guy for going to a Dave Matthews Band concert? Because it's only mm. like the four millionth time that he's seen Dave Matthews Band in concert. Incorrect. We're not did at you, forty yet, and it was, but it was the fifth time this year, if we're counting. What you, what's the issue? Like, do you eat one steak and never eat a steak again? Thank you. You don't need to see Dave Matthews Band countless times. In fact, you, this weekend was proof that you did because these two shows were ridiculously good, out of nowhere, special guests on stage. That's why you go. New song, songs they hadn't played in weeks. Come on now, these. Oh, in weeks? Yeah. In tour weeks. Debu- multiple tour debuts over the weekend. D-Cell, did you watch the Chiefs game last night? I did. Why? You've seen Chiefs games before. Yeah. Why would you go back to it? It's mm. against different opponents and different players. Oh, they've never played the, they've never played the Chargers They've never before? played the Chargers? They first, have. It was but, the first time. But Chargers have always had different players. Not earlier this year. I. What is the time of year where joy is what we... Like, when is the right time to dive into Tom's unwillingness to be happy? 
<laughs> we just we need to. Is that Christmas? I thought you're a asking, Christmas carol. I thought you were asking what's the window when Tom is joyful. There's usually that one <laughs> day, you, one day throughout the year. He's got a favorite band. Why? Why are you downing him for going to it? Because he likes to shove it down our throats that they're <laughs> so that? great. Because yeah, it's you not brought it up. It's all over social media. Here's uh, Dave Matthews Band song list. Here's their yeah. set list. Like, give me a break. Because Wait, Saturday's is show is ridiculous. On his social media. Yeah. Is he breaking into your social media and tweeting about <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, well, I have, to, I have to see it. <laughs> well, don't get alerts every time I tweet. So you'll miss you know some what? of the things. I said you're a Travis Kelsey. You're the Aaron Rodgers of this of this place. <laughs> Talented, but befuddlingly negative. Hall of Fame greatness. Tough <laughs> teammate. <laughs> tough, tough, and very greasy hair. Um, no, your hair looks. <laughs> and maybe hallucinating. We don't know. <laughs> very good. Uh, we still have. We still have uh, Richard. He's talking to you, Diso. Is there a caller still on the line? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> if you would like to go to Richard, we can do that. Another endorsement from Diso. Richard in Chicago. What's up? You're on uh, CBS Sports Radio. Hey, is this uh, me? Yeah, you're up, bro. What's going on? Yeah, I want to give us some, uh, something to brag about. Uh, you're right about Mahomes. He's kind of like the new Superman. Uh, in the NFL, and and part of it is your comment about Cousins is right on the money. I like to place a few wagers, so I've made a lot of money betting against Cousins, but here's the deal. Nice. The Chiefs, Chiefs, believe it or not, and I think it's because they're viewed as the most dominant team, they're they're one of the worst teams against the spread because they overvalue them in Vegas. They're four and six against the spread this year. Yeah, that's true. Actually, were they five last night, right, I think? Yeah, they were five and a half, and uh, yeah. the Chargers covered. But yep. but here here's what's interesting to me: what's happened, being a marketing guy. Uh, the latest polls that have come out because I get all the market research is, and I got sick of listening to America's team, the Dallas Cowboy guys chirping about that. That's that's not the case anymore. The most popular team, per market research, of very large sample size, are the Kansas City Chiefs. As of 2022, which is really actually, kind of an changing yeah, of the guard. Cousins, I believe it. Yeah, where they are regionally, like they're they're, I mean, they're in the middle of the country. They pull from Nebraska, Iowa, Arkansas, Kansas, Missouri. Sorry to cut you off. That they are there. That's dude. Can we now call the Chiefs America's team, guys? Who will get on board for that? Diesel heard himself rolling his eyes. Um, Bogus, how about you? Are you are you down? <laughs> I'm with you. Anything that's anti-Cowboys and the benefit of being on your side for something, sign me up. See, that's called friendship. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. I was going to talk longer about the Cowboys-Vikings. Can I just say this? Kirk Cousins sucks. He's bad. That's more than just one game. And I actually, I'm going to go a little further. I'm not sure how to evaluate the Cowboys. I know Dak Prescott was incredible in that game. Completed, what, 22 or 25 passes. I think something along those ran. It looked awesome. I just, when you're playing the equivalent of an 11-year-old, which is what Kirk Cousins is in big games, he has so much confidence. You know what? I'm not even going to speak on behalf of Dak. I'll just let Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, Diesel's favorite. Is he still your favorite sports figure, Tom? Uh, for the NFL, yeah, for sure. 
He's your guy. Here's his take on his football team after their dominant 43 shellacking of the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. Unequivocally, yes. Uh, I think we've had uh, adversity. We very easily could have some more adversity. Uh, but if we can get in there healthy and still uh, have games like the last two we just had on the road, uh, and uh, we've got a, a, a deal coming up here this weekend, Thanksgiving Day. These Giants are playing really good football. They're a good football team. And so, yes, I think if we use the experience of what we're having in the, in the season, then we're going to be playoff ready. But I sure do think that uh, what I see out here right now is, a, is the team like that you could go get a Super Bowl with. Honest question for you guys. I, I, I mean this completely. If your life depended on a football game, it wouldn't, but let's say that it did, and you had to bet it was Vikings-Lions, the Vikings had to win the game to make the playoffs. The Lions are just playing this season at the end of the year. right? They won, they won a game yesterday, a big game, but Dan Campbell's got them playing tough, but they're not playing for anything. Your life depends on the game. Who are you betting on? Games in Detroit. Vikings at Lions? At Lions. And let's just say in this made-up scenario, Green Bay's won a bunch of games. They're getting to 10 wins. Vikings just need this game, and they're in the playoffs. I'll take the Vikings. Wow. Yeah. I'll miss miss you. (laughs) I'm uh, going to take Minnesota as well. I'm taking Detroit, man. Yeah, I'll take the Vikings. I believe my our lives will be in the balance for the entirety of 60 minutes. There'll yeah. be no relaxing. <laughs> we won't know for sure until no. the last minute. No, one foot in the coffin as the final seconds tick away, but they'll win. Um, can I pull back the curtain on something about, about the, Tom and the radio show? Is that okay? Is it something positive Bogus. about me? It's just a it's – a, it's not negative. Observation. I love callers. I love it when people call in at 855 855- Two one two four CBS, Dalton, Richard, whoever calls it. I like just interacting with people. I think it's it's great. Diesel doesn't as much, <laughs> just philosophically. I love our listeners. I know you love the listeners. I love the listeners. <laughs> you just feel like you don't love the 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 answering of the phone, or I don't know what it is. I love the listeners. All right. Do you love phone calls? Feel right. If people want to talk to me, yeah, sure, absolutely. Every- Everybody wants to talk to you. I don't know about that. All right. Do you sell the, 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 the stage is yours. You got 30 seconds to, to just come at it, anybody you want. I, I'm not coming at anybody. You guys haven't I know, been but overly, to. overly mean to me today. It's Monday. We started off on a nice foot this week. It's a short it's week. Day. We only have two days, uh, you know, in each other's presence. So let's be nice to each other. Bogus, are you, um, are you cooking the full thing? Are you going full meal? I mean, I'm not doing it, but yes, it's happening in my house. Your wife is going to make the food. My wife's going to make most of the food, yes. And in particular, she's in charge of the turkey. Me too, but I have assigned myself the task of making sure we have lots of wine and booze. That is also Which, on my list. Plus, I've got to get an appetizer or two involved. What is uh, cranberry sauce is a must. We discussed this. Gravy. Do you guys have any any like weird... Because we'll do pineapple bake sometimes. So that does exist at my house. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, we've got a you know we got a, a fancyish sweet potato kind of thing going on, but that's not really unique or weird or outlandish. 
Am I weird for not knowing what a pineapple bake is? I don't think so. I think that's a that's kind of a rareish type My thing. My mom's from Jersey. I think she does it. I think that's where it came from. I think it was like a Jersey thing. Yeah. So it's um, I don't know. It's a pineapple cheese marshmallow topping. It's really good. It sounds terrible. Right. It's random, and I don't think it's on most tables. So it's okay that you don't know it. It's outstanding though. If you're looking to make something that's totally unique, D cell. Surprise Mrs. D-Cell. Make her a little pineapple bake. Pineapple, cheese, and marshmallows. I'm forgetting some of the ingredients, aren't I? Yeah, I mean, just Google pineapple bake and go from there. I think the marshmallows mostly are the topping, right? Am I remembering this right? That's like, like the marshmallows on top? Melted on top? Um, I don't remember. You throw me with cheese. It's the Detroit <laughs> Lions of Thanksgiving meals. You think it's going to be gross. You think it's going to embarrass you. It's not going to make the playoffs, but it's going to be like a lovable little dish that, that, that fights for space on the plate. It's not going to have a lot of space, but you might go back for a little seconds. Yeah, so a pineapple bake is like a, it's like a, um, not a souffle, a casserole. Right? So that's what, well, so, the, it's, so it's, in a, it's in a big, you bake it in one big kind of dish. Yeah. It's kind of sweet though, right? Like a sweetness to it. Yeah, and it's got bread in it, so it comes out bread. That's right. It's you know, it comes out doughy. Yeah, but there's cheese in there, right? But there's cheese in the one we make. Yeah, I don't see cheese in this list. <laughs> there's this there's recipe a lot list. going on: cheese, bread, pineapple, marshmallows. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you; it doesn't sound no, great. No, so the one I, I wouldn't eat Bills. The one, <laughs> the, the one I know about yeah, is like is like a cousin of. Um, What's the dessert that's made of bread that you soak the bread and you cook it? Like, bread pudding? Yeah, bread pudding. It's it's kind of in that general vicinity. I'm just going to say this in defense of the cheese in it. There are things in the world that we take for granted that are good. That Like, who just said, we're going to take a bunch of tomatoes and we're going to add crap and we're going to turn it into a warm sauce and you're going to love it. But ketchup's ubiquitous. But if you think about what ketchup really is, it doesn't sound good. Like, why don't I just eat the tomato while it's fresh? No, no, no. We're going to smash it up and put a bunch of crap in there, but you're going to eat it warm. On, We're also going to take potatoes. Yeah, like when you go like go to the, I went to the game last night, and it's not like the ketchup packets are in the refrigerator. Oh, that's They're, true. But right? in my house they are, or it is, the, the container is. But you, when you go to Mickey D's, you're not, you don't go, where's the cold ketchup? The ketchup just you push the thing. It's warm. The sommelier comes over. He's got sommelier. <laughs> I'd like a, mm, we've got a great tomato from 85. It's yeah. very, it was a, quite a year for tomatoes. I'm looking for tomatoes. a, yeah, like a 92 Hunts. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Please. And what is, what is, what does ketchup mostly go with? We're going to take potatoes and we're going to, cut them into weird shapes, and we're going to fry them in oil, which are amazing. But I wouldn't sign up for that necessarily on description. Oh, I need some now. Right? What's wrong? Do you say you're rolling your eyes? No, no. Okay? Pineapple bake. Got it. I will right. uh, I will probably not try it this year. One of my favorite things about this show is that D-Cell always wants to know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> and so There's no way to plan for, for the history of tomato sauce that becomes ketchup. What's in ketchup, do you think, D-Cell? You think it's just salt and tomato? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a lot of ingredients in ketchup. Like, have you ever made your own ketchup? Uh, no, no, I have not. I've never even thought about trying that. I made my own fruit roll-ups when I was younger, and they were disgusting. I don't remember how we did it, but it stuck to the plastic. That tracks.
Yeah. Yeah. Fruit roll-ups are so good, though, but the price gouge on those. Like a, a single fruit roll-up is 75 cents, it feels like, these days. I never liked them growing up. That never my fruit. thing. Really? Yeah. Just I don't, not what I wanted to have as a snack. Too chewy, too sticking to my teeth. No thank you. When I get done here and get home, I'm going to have like four fruit roll-ups while my son's not looking. Sounds healthy. Good dad. <laughs> dad. Dad of the year. Um, all right, let's get into something a little serious other than D-Cell's preferences for the show. D-Cell, anything else? I just I feel like you're <laughs> No, no, I feel like you really, you really covered a lot of things here in this segment. There's nothing else I could possibly add. All right. <laughs> I don't know if it's on purpose or not, but I love the fact that you start to get out. He can relax a little bit. Okay, it's over. And then you're like, wait, wait, anything else, D-Cell? <laughs> oh, it's on purpose. <laughs> it's quite intentional. Uh, let's, um, Kyrie Irving spoke yesterday. We'll let him, we'll let you hear from him, and then I'll give you a perspective on what I think I heard. Maybe, maybe I think Diesel will as well. We've spent a lot of time, I've spent a lot of time criticizing Kyrie Irving, so we'll, we'll hear Kyrie's comments, his apology, his perspective coming off of his suspension after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. From Andrew Bogish. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show, Google Gagala. Speaking of Google Gagala, this season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series holiday triple headers, and every postseason game gets all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get on the zone, AutoZone. By the way, today, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific time, USA, USA takes on whale soccer. U.S. Uh, best maybe squad they've had in World Cup history. I'll be hosting a live chat. In the BetQL app, download it on your phone. Diesel will be in there making fun of me, pretending to be some listener. It'll be a good time. Come and hang out. Can't wait. Let's do Basket Bill. Bill Ryder has the NBA takes you need to hear. This is Basket Bill. All right, in this segment, we do a range of topics from the NBA. This one's a little more serious. We have discussed at great length here on the program Kyrie Irving and his promotion of an anti-Semitic video and his unwillingness to answer what should be a pretty straightforward question. Are you anti-Semitic properly? That led to a suspension for many games. He returned yesterday. And before that return, 
having met whatever somewhat nebulous standards were set down by the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving gave what has been categorized as an apology, and here's a critical part of his first words on the matter since the suspension. I'm grateful we all could share space today because uh, this is a moment in history uh, that I'm going to remember forever uh, just because of the impact that um, all this has made on our our world, uh, cultures, not only just here in America but abroad. Um, and right now we're just here to uh, really take this effort to make a more equal world, more fair world. Uh, we're all here to take it up in arms, I pray, and I hope. Because um, it's not just a solo act for me to uh, try to take on the burdens of the world and change things. Um, and I just got to be aware of that. Uh, so uh, with all that being said, I just want to uh, offer my uh, deep apologies to all those who are impacted uh, over these last few weeks, um, specifically my uh, Jewish relatives, my black relatives, um, you know, all races and cultures feel like we all felt the impact. And I don't stand for anything uh, close to hate speech or anti-Semitism or anything that is anti going against the human race. He said the words I apologize, hard words to say, important words to say for, for all of us. Specifically cited he's, he doesn't believe in anti-Semitism. Um, there was more. We're not going to play all of it. But here's a little more insight into Kyrie Irving from Kyrie Irving. I feel like we all should have an opportunity to speak for ourselves uh, when things are assumed about us. And uh, I feel it was, it was necessary for me to stand in this place and take accountability for my actions um, because there, there was a way I should have handled all this. Um, you know, and as I look back and reflect, uh, when, I have, when I had the opportunity to uh, offer my deep regrets to um, you know, anyone that felt threatened or felt hurt uh, by what I posted, um, you know, that wasn't my intent at all. I meant no harm to any person, any group of people. Um, and yeah, this is a big moment for me because I'm able to learn uh, throughout this process that the power of my voice is, is very strong. The influence that I have within my community is very strong. And I want to be responsible for that. Uh, in order to do that, uh, you have to admit when uh, you're wrong in, in instances where you hurt people and it impacts them. So, maybe a dangerous game or at least a, a difficult game bordering, bordering on unfairness to assess another human being's apology, authenticity. But I'll just be honest with you without feeling great about saying this. I didn't wasn't sure about the apology. I, I wanted to believe it. I wanted to feel like it was really from the heart. That is not how it struck me. And then, and I won't. I don't think we're going to play this. But but after the game, after the game, there was this is going to happen, right? Some some folks who have been described as a hate group showed up to protest outside the game in Kyrie's name. It's not Kyrie. It's not Kyrie didn't send them. In fact, do we have time, Tom, to play this clip? Yeah, let's. I want you to hear it because to me, it's you can't say how important your voice is and then be willing to use it on what seems like a pretty easy question, again, to answer. There's a group of about 100 people outside uh, wearing the shirt of a group called Israel United in Christ, a group labeled as a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Um, they were outside in support of you and handing out anti-Semitic literature on the plaza of people walking by. And I was wondering if I can get your reaction to that. 
I didn't see it. Uh, what happened? There was a group outside? There was a group outside, 100, possibly more. They were wearing a shirt uh, called Israel United in okay. Christ. Uh, they're a group labeled yeah, as a hate group a, by the I think that's a conversation for uh, another day. I'm just here to focus on the game. Kyrie, but you, you've said this whole time that you didn't know what kind of like what basically what kind of voice you had and but if these are the people that are out here in your name don't do you feel like you have that's a consequence of what you've done uh again i'm just here to focus on the game i'm not saying it's easy and i'm not saying you would love that question if you're sitting in that chair i am saying you probably deserve the question if you're sitting in that chair and the answer to me is you know if you take him his word i i do that he doesn't know what they're talking about hey guys i don't know who that is but as i've said any group that traffics in hate i denounce and um, if that's what's going on out there and they're doing my name, that it's not in my name. I've learned a lot of lessons, and I, you know, I want to be, I want to be better to blah, blah, blah. And it shouldn't be blah, blah, blah. It should be from the heart. Uh, Tom, I don't want to put you on the spot, so if you don't feel like answering this, that's fine. I'm just curious how his apology struck you. He said the right words. Again, it, it's, it gets real messy when you try to judge intent, but the only thing that bothered me to, about that apology, it took him a while to get there, almost as if he needed that preamble to say, like, this is why I did what I did. But he did. He got there. He said what he needed to say. I think it was genuine. It took a while to get there, though. Yeah, that's well said. It struck me as sufficient but not sincere, but I don't – I don't know if you can force sincerity, right? I think what you're hoping for is that people who spew things that are hateful don't say them. It's a tough one. He was also always going to play. He's too good at basketball not to play. That's the reality. Somebody asked me the other day, I was on a sports fan, what the Kyrie story was. I said, oh, it's a guy who was being anti-Semitic who's going to get a pass because he's good at basketball. That's what it is. Hope he means it. Not sure that he does. And that's that. Wanted to hit it. We're going to move on. Let's go to the land of the frozen tundra. It is really snowy where Ty Dunn is in Buffalo, and we're going to talk all things NFL, including football weather, next on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.